It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I recently received an email from Mike Cohn, and it was discussing the delegating responsibilities rather than tasks. And I thought this was really interesting because this has been a a topic or a thought that's been on my mind for a little bit now. I have several organizations where I've been doing training and coaching here recently, and a reoccurring theme that I'm starting to see is that when people are starting to have issues with their Agile implementation, they are tending to turn to the individuals doing the work to figure out how they can realign them instead of trying to figure out how to align or organize the work in such a way that it's more easily consumable. So I want to start by reading this email. So this is an email I got from Mike Cohn, and it starts out, the benefits of small product backlog items are well understood. Small product backlog items are more likely to fit within a sprint, true, allow team members to work concurrently on a few but not too many items, whip limits, true, and lead to more consistent velocity when an item or two is occasionally left unfinished, if it be the case. Now, what I can tell you is that History shows that the smaller you make your backlog items, the less likely you're going to be to leave something on the table. In fact, in all my years, I've only left less than a handful of items, less than I can count on one hand, uh, carry over from one sprint to another. And usually that was because of some catastrophic event. Most of the time, these items get completed when they're supposed to. But these advantages do not come without costs. One problem with small product backlog items is that it's possible for the team to lose sight of why they're doing the small items. So you should probably try to make sure you marry them up to bigger items, right? Uh, As an example, consider a product owner who wants to reduce the incidence of abandoned carts during a checkout. The product owner can make a list of some things that might address the problem and ask the team to do them. Example, add a pop-up window offering free shipping when a user begins to leave the page, or allow shoppers to check out without first creating an account, or Combine checkout steps to reduce the number of screens required to make it all the way through checkout. This product owner is entrusting the team with a set of tasks. Even when they're expressed as user stories, these are still tasks. They are steps to achieve a goal. And because the product owner defined the steps, the product owner retains responsibility for whether the goal is achieved. Contrast that with a new product owner who presents the team with this objective. Reduce the incidence of shopping cart abandonment by a minimum of 25%. This product owner is entrusting a team with a responsibility. There are no steps, only a clear goal. Therefore, the responsibility for achieving the goal lies with the team and not with the product owner. The more a product owner can give responsibilities rather than outlined detailed tasks to a team, the more creativity the team can bring to achieving the goal. This, this is so true. One of the things, like I said, that I see as a reoccurring theme is that oftentimes, especially recently, teams have been going back or reverting back to being spoon-fed. And when I say spoon-fed, what I mean is the team wants all the details, not just some of the details. And usually this is a sign, I always say it's, it's definitely a symptom of something bigger. And the something bigger tends to be in this occasion that the team 
uh, was trusted to do something, or maybe the team asked and the product owner was like, Hey, you know, I've got, you know, you guys will nail this. It'll be fine. And then the team goes about delivering what they, what they thought was the correct thing only to find out that they got burned. And at the product, owner said, I can't tell you how many times I told the team that, and it just, it leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. So I think the thing here is for us to identify in a little more detail what the symptom is that's causing this problem and address the symptom, much like Mike's saying here, that we need to entrust a team with a responsibility and not give them those bite-sized minutia tasks to do. Because when we do that, it's like we're spoon feeding them instead of letting them figure out the best way to solve a problem. Given the team the responsibility to achieve a goal rather than providing a list of tasks to perform gives the team more latitude in how they'll solve the problem. This makes it much more likely the team will achieve their goal. I am not saying that a product owner can ask for the impossible oil the ocean, right? A product owner's objective needs to be realistic. What I'm saying instead, instead of giving a team a detailed list of user stories or tasks that may not achieve some goal, the product owner describes a desired objective, an outcome, if you will. Then the team and product owner work together to identify what needs to be done or a list of user stories that will achieve that specific objective. It's amazing to me how when I find that I'm asking people uh, or telling people even, and here's, here's the bigger picture. Let's even take it one step higher. So Mike, this has been an incredible email, but I'm going to take it one step up. Even when we're tasked with forecasting out, or I'll go even further than that. How about creating a contract for engagement with a contractor group or with our internal contract to deliver a product or service? Many times I see the 3,212 page technical user requirements document, giant turd. Um, and it, it has all these detailed things. It, the field must be this many characters. It must do these things. And I mean, it's just so detailed that it locks in the scope exactly of what the assumed need is instead of focusing. So it's so focused on output that it doesn't ever get to the point where it's focused on outcome. And I think that by focusing on outcome and empowering the teams, that's when we're going to drive the highest value product backlog items. It's going to be when we can see the turn or the shift in the organization towards improvement and towards market improvement, being able to get things done. I think when you start delegating responsibilities instead of minutia, that this is one way that the product owner can really help the team be successful with Agile. They can help them succeed. I think that it's just so important for us to identify and understand what outcome we're trying to receive and what impact we hope it has that if we take the time to make sure that we go through the ideation and discovery phases of our project and identify our target personas and pay attention to them and understand what their wants or needs are instead of making assumptions that that's going to be when we can deliver the highest value all right well that's going to do it i hope you enjoyed this episode if you have anything you'd like for us to talk about on the Agile Daily Stand-Up Podcast. Make sure you reach out to us at learnmoreatagiledad.com. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care.